Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Angel Visit, Russia Attacks America. Now, yes, I covered this yesterday briefly, but there's some things in here I need to go back and talk about, and I need to talk about it in relation to some other things. And yes, this is Memorial Day, at least for me as I'm recording this, so happy Memorial Day. And um, hopefully America has many, many more of them, and it will if I have anything to do about it. My prayers are answered. Okay, so anyway, an angel vision. Let's go to uh, a vision that Vicky Goforth Parnell had. 537. 37? I don't think there's 30. I think it's 27. I don't think there's 37 days in a month yet. 527.22. Called War and Invasion. And so she says, Come, come, see, child, what awaits for your once great nation in this vision. Your world. Close your eyes, but yet keep them open. What do you see? She said, I see a mushroom cloud with what appears like orange-red fire at the bottom of it, and it's on the ground instead of high up in the air. Now, what is she seeing? Obviously, she's seeing a nuclear attack. And no, this is not a suitcase nuke. This is the big, powerful bombs. There's another scripture that says that the earth is moved at the taking of Babylon. So, at least the Earth is moved out of its orbit to some degree. This may be what happens with, I think it's Isaiah 24, the Earth turns upside down, scattered abroad the inhabitants thereof. So, in other places it says on Isaiah 24, the Earth reels to and fro like a drunkard. That may be what happens. Now, the reason I want to bring this to you today is I want to show you the positive news. <laughs> yes, there's some positive news in Russia attacking America in a massive surprise nuclear attack, there's some good news in it. And if you're into the world and the things of the world, if you love this world and the love of the Father is not in you, the Bible says, we're not supposed to be loving this world. We're supposed to be only passing through. This world is not our home. Our home is in eternity. So she sees a mushroom cloud. She sees orange-red fire at the bottom, and it's uh, hitting the ground instead of high up in the air. What else do you see, child? I see billows of smoke, ash, which ash is the same thing that Coverstone saw in his dreams, smoke, ash, and debris erupting on all sides as it burns, melts, and destroys everything in its path, as it begins spreading itself outward. I see cities leveled. I hear anguish, cries, and screams, and you're saying... This is positive. If you're looking at it through the eyes of the flesh, then no. If you love this world and the things of this world, then no. And don't get me wrong, I like things in this world too. I like going out to eat. I like having a nice time. I like a lot of the things in this world. But our heart has to be through the eyes of the cross. We have to see this through the eyes of the cross. We have to understand that Jesus is not trying to build his kingdom Remember what he said, if this was my kingdom, then would God would have sent angels to help me. So this is not his world. This is not his kingdom. So he's building his kingdom. And unfortunately, uh, it's reached the point where God will have to destroy it here shortly. Anyway, let's go on. Debris erupting on all sides as it burns, melts, and destroys everything in its path. As it begins spreading itself outward, I see cities leveled. I hear anguish, cries, and screams the further out this cloud reaches. Child, what else do you see? I see pockets of areas covered in a whitish, clear bubble 
that surrounding small locations, even cars protecting them, when they should have been destroyed. Now, what's going on? A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall they behold and see the reward of the wicked. So, God is quite capable of protecting us from this trouble. Now, notice she doesn't see anybody getting pulled up in the air at all. I'm telling you, the pre-trib, the mid-trib, the pre-wrath rapture, all of that where they're telling us that we get to get pulled into the air so we don't have to go through any testing. That's all a mis- <clears throat> excuse me, that's all a misunderstanding of scripture. I explain that and document that in the, my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, where God gave me thirty visions when I memorized the book of Revelation. I see pockets of areas covered in a whitish clear bubble. Now that's part of the good news I have to bring to you today. If we are walking with Christ with a clean heart, then he is going to protect us. I see pockets of areas covered in whitish clear bubble that surrounding small locations, even cars protecting them when they should have been destroyed. She says, what city is this, Jesus? He says, this city represents many, many cities, daughter. Many inside of your nation. What else, daughter? What else? Look again. She said, I see an ocean covered with many, many vessels and drones. I think they are near a shoreline. I see many, many submarines surfacing from beneath the waters. Just like Henry Gruber said. He said, it looked like they were sitting on our beaches. Submarines come up out of the water. Same thing that uh, Bree Keaton saw. Submarines come up right out of the right on our beaches and launch nuclear weapons, and they hit within a few minutes. There was no time to react. I see many, many submarines surf, surfing from under the beneath the waters. There's too many, Jesus. Too many. It's an army designed to conquer, child. This is the army formed by the evil Putin's unholy coalition. Who is that? That would be Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries which I cannot remember will attack. We'll get to that in a second. I just called the office and was <laughs> asking them, what happened? And they said, well, the only thing we can figure out is that apparently people are thinking that Prophecy Club is getting a whole lot of money from Joseph Kitchen because our donations have fallen through the floor. So let me clarify that. Yes, one of these days, down the road, many months, or maybe a year or so, when Joseph Kitchen finally gets to where it's not having to put all of its money towards growing and building a new business, yes, one of these days, hopefully it can help Prophecy Club. But that doesn't help <laughs> Prophecy Club right now. Uh, so let me clarify, no, Joseph Kitchen is not giving Prophecy Club anything, and so yes, we still need your help. We still need your support. And one more thing. Uh, this happens every summer. Uh, I know that people spend the money to go on their vacations, and going on vacation is a good thing. We need it ourselves from time to time. But during the summertime, if you could still remember your Prophecy Club, that would be very helpful. In other words, yes, our donations the last couple of weeks have fallen through the floor. So if God has blessed you, if you love your Prophecy Club, if you can help us, during the summertime would be a really good time to continue to remember Prophecy Club. I'm seeing like a large world map with small ships identifying the army vessels. 
They are near California, Alaska, New York, and eventually they appear near Virginia and Florida. It's an army designed to conquer and destroy. What else do you notice, daughter? I see small pinprick light points dotted at different places of the United States, and I'm seeing an acceleration of battle on our soil, and the further the enemy begins advancing, the more lights I see starting to shine. Now I see them multiplying fast upon this map. What am I seeing, Jesus? You're seeing the fire of my Holy Spirit as it begins igniting the fires of what you have named revival. Remember, I told you that August the 8th of 2015, the Lord said, this is the time of miracles. As the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Now, I want to believe that it's not (laughs) this judgment. I want to believe it's something like maybe the suitcase nukes or an earthquake, some small judgment like that, because I want to see the miracles arrive before this time. But this is the point that I'm trying to make today. If we love this world and the things of this world, the love of the Father is not in us. But if we understand that this is not our home, we're just passing through. If we can get our eyes off of this world, if we can stop biting our nails and curling up into a ball when we're afraid of all these things coming, and instead if we can get our, our, look at this through the eyes of the cross, that's my point today. If we look through the eyes of the cross, then hopefully we can see that this must happen. One of the other words said, it must happen because there's got to be the people saved that need to be saved. And right now, sad to say, that, I mean, just like I, I talked about this yesterday morning in my sermon, which, by the way, if you haven't watched this sermon, you might want to go watch it. But as I was pulling out of the out of the driveway to go to church Sunday morning, there was someone walking their dog, and then half a block down, someone else was jogging, and another half a block down, someone else was just walking. And I looked at them, and I thought, you know, they're not going to church because they don't need church. They don't need God. They're fine. They have plenty of money. They have plenty, They have a car. They have gasoline in the tank. They have refrigerators. They have food in the refrigerators. They have a good job. They don't need God. They don't need church. And the truth is, they don't. Uh, that is right now. But that's the reason he's bringing the trouble. Because, unfortunately, it's a time of trouble that wins a lot of souls. That's when people start saying, okay, this is not going so good. Maybe I need to rethink my walk. Maybe I need to rethink what I'm doing. Maybe I need to to readjust some things in my life. And they start looking for Jesus. So he says, what you're seeing is fire of my Holy Spirit. It begins igniting the fires of what you've named revival. It is through the threshing and testing shall the wheat be made to become pure and pass from one person to another. Remember, the <clears throat> Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. And if we want to be overcomers, in my opinion, what we have to do is see the beast, hear the beast, but not take the mark. And by the way, if you're alive right now, if you're listening to this, you're probably going to see the beast. You're probably going to hear the beast. And you're going to see that God has given him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And powers given him to continue 42 months and he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God. To blaspheme his name is tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. There is a great test coming. 
And if we are still in the world, my brothers and sisters, this will scare us. If we have made our home in heaven, then this doesn't bother us. This is a very good test. This is the reason I wanted to come back to it today. It's a very good test. If this bothers you, you're too much in the world. If this scares you to think this is going to happen in your lifetime, if it scares you, okay, okay, look, come on, stand really, get real here. I know, I know, there's the spiritual side of Stan that says, okay, you know, bring on the suitcase nukes, bring on the earthquake, bring on, okay, bring on these, I, I understand. Bring on the tribulation. Let's just get to it. I know there, I, there's a side of me that thinks that. There's also a side of me that says, no, 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 I don't want any of this to happen. I, I want to try to do my best to get people to repent and to receive Jesus. So maybe this can be softened and delayed or maybe prayed away. I, I, I'd love to get to heaven, find out that nothing in Revelation ever came to pass. But I also see through the cross. And in the eyes of the cross, this is the only way some people are going to get saved. And without this, they wouldn't get saved. They wouldn't receive Jesus. Okay, let's go on. So he goes on and says, Tell me, child, what do you surmise? War is still coming, and so is the invasion. Now, listen to this. This is the point of the whole program. Tell me, child, is this not my great love in action? I'll read it again. Tell me, child, is this not my great love in action? I'll read it again. Tell me, child, is not this my great love in action? Wait a minute. You mean that you helped the Russians to build those nuclear weapons? You helped them to come up with all kinds of high sorts of technology while you also dumbed down the American military and you saw to it that we would not be able to defeat them? You saw to it that we would not know that this is coming? that we would not have the wherewithal to take it out. So all of this is the hand of Jesus so that many cities would be hit by nuclear weapons. You're calling that love? Are you serious? Are you crazy? If you're looking at this through the eyes of the world, then the love of the Father is not in you. But if you can look at this through the eyes of the cross, if you can understand that if Jesus did not do this, if he just popped through the sky and all of a sudden he's returned and everybody's got to be judged right then, if he were to, to, uh, to return right now, how many millions of people would not be saved? How many of them would be tossed into the lake that burns the fire and brimstone? Because they did not go through the difficulty. It reminds me of the time that Dimitri said an angel visited him, and, and I'll skip all the other part of it, but he was given three scroll, scrolls. One of the scrolls, he said he saw people's name on the scroll. And beside their name was written all kinds of punishment, difficulty that they had to go through. And the angel said, this is the thing that these people have to go through in order to be saved. The seed of salvation has been sent to their heart. And they have to go through this before they can find Jesus. It's sad. I don't like it that way. I wish we could just... You know, but look, I've been carrying this message with Demetri Dudeman now. I just calculated it up. February will be 20, no, excuse me, uh, 35 years. February will be 35 years I've been telling people about Demetri's warning. How's it going? Has people accepted it? Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 they have not. 
I was just telling my wife last night, my uh, agent called. He said, hey, we've got an opportunity to go out here and reach more people. It costs $8,000 a month. And I said, you know, I have spent millions of dollars trying to reach people that didn't want to hear it. And I said, I'm tired of doing that. Now I can reach people. It doesn't cost me anything. So I'm not throwing money at people that do not want to hear it anymore. I'm not going to do it. Trouble has to hit. I don't want to see it. But trouble has to hit for people to wake up from their slumber, for people to realize that obviously they've made a mistake. Tell me, child, is not this my great love and action? You're saying that God gave the Russians the wherewithal to attack America, to kill millions, millions of your brothers and sisters, millions of Americans, because he wants to get people saved? I'm not saying it, but I'm agreeing with it. That's it. Look, Jesus is the righteous judge. He's prince of the kings of the earth. And at the marriage supper of the Lamb, he becomes King of kings and Lord of lords. He knows exactly what it takes for every person to receive Jesus. And sad to say, this is what it takes. And that's the point today. Instead of getting down and depressed that a nation is going to fall apart, instead of getting down and depressed that suitcase nukes, a great earthquake, the Russians are going to attack, instead... We've got to see through the eyes of the cross. We've got to understand that this is Jesus' love in action. I think, look, look, I think that the Russians attack about four months before Jesus returns. So by the time this happens, in my opinion, and I have not got any odds, I've got not got any kind of warning saying I'm wrong. In my opinion, I think that it's this world is pretty much done for by the time the Russians attack. About four months before Jesus returns, I think it is either before or right at the, the last Pentecost. On or before, or just, just right around the time when we go to the marriage supper of the Lamb. So this world is pretty much done for by the time Russians attack us anyway. Tell me, child, is this not my great love in action? Man is being rewarded for his sinful ways. While I'm bringing many, my Holy Spirit, unto me through great adversity and even war, so my people, when praying their dues, as you call it, child, for their sins, when they're paying their dues for their sins, I use it to save their eternal souls from everlasting eternity in hell's flame. In other words, by Jesus bringing the Russians to attack America, it is shaking the trees so more fruit will fall into his kingdom. It's shaking people that that's the only way. Look, you've tried to talk to them. They absolutely will not hear it. You've tried to talk to new agers. You've tried to talk to people into all these occults, people into other religions. You've tried to talk to them. They won't listen to you. It's like talking to a telephone pole. But Jesus knows exactly how to shake their tree so that if they're going to be received or going to be saved, if they're going to receive Jesus, this is the way they'll do it. Now let's go on. Now let's go back to the message I've been carrying for almost 35 years. 
So the angel said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. I believe that that happened with the election. When there was cheating in the election, started by the communists. That was the start of the anger that will bring the internal revolution, not the revolution. And by the way, I don't think January 6th was a revolution either. Then some of the people will start fighting against the government. In other words, when the good guys come in and take over the bad guys, an internal revolution is not rioting in the streets, it's not burning and looting and things like that. The definition of an internal revolution is when the people of a nation violently overthrow the government, and that's what's about to happen. I don't know when, but that's, that's what the prophecies say. And not just one, but many of them now. Just Dimitri was the first one. The fall of America will start when the good guys come in and kick out the bad guys. Then some of the people that don't like that will start fighting against the government. You'll see then burning and looting and bridges blown up. You'll see oil refineries, electrical places, dams blown up. You'll see fighting. We will be a civil war. Only it will be with the secret Moloch and ball worshipers that have unlimited funds and sad to say, unlimited evil people that they through the years have corrupted, things like taking the Bible and prayer out of the schools. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They will go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians at the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty. Now, but they make the Russians their leader. Got a question. Is that a hint that the Antichrist that is there at Ezekiel 38 and 39 for Armageddon, is that a hint that the Antichrist might be coming from Russia? Now, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, for a long time, I thought it had to be coming from either Syria, Iraq, or uh, Turkey. And I can show you scriptural reasons to say that. And then Chris Reeves has the angel Gabriel, or he didn't give us the name of the angel. The angel shows up and says, now you need to start watching Macron. And then we have this. So at this point, I don't know who the Antichrist is, but I know what to watch for, and we're going to be watching for it. Now let's go on. Vicky Goforth Parnell had this one. I'm not going to read the whole thing. We've already read it. 12, 16, 21. She says, the scene changed. I was in my bed, and the... Screen lights, on my, lights up on my cell phone. I hear the voice of DJT announcing inbound nuclear weapons have been confirmed. He names targeted states. Now, the point is, these nuclear weapons will come to America. It's in Revelation 18. The angel specifically told Demetri Dudman in Revelation 18, Jeremiah 50, verses 8 through 51, uh, 8 through, 8 through uh, 15. And uh, i got the other ones here, Isaiah 13, 21, 47. And Demetri and I agree that it's Jeremiah 50 and 51, both the whole chapters. So we got six chapters in the Bible that says that the Russians will take out America. I'd like to think we could get to heaven and that doesn't happen. But six chapters not being fulfilled, that's pretty tough. That's that's pretty tall. That's, that's pretty difficult. Now let me... Let me show you some things in Revelation 18 you probably haven't seen before. I'm not going to cover every verse in it. Revelation 18. 
After these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. In my opinion, as Michael is the angel for the Jewish people, I believe this is the unnamed angel that is the angel over America. Because this angel has tremendous power, the earth was lightened with his glory, and he's the one that proclaims our nation. Babylon is fallen, is fallen. And he even says why. Because we've come the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean, hateful bird. Then he goes on to say the reason America falls is because all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. What does that mean? It means that America was once the nation that took the Bible, once the nation that took the light into the darkness. But now, in the last 50 to 70 years, we become the nation through Hollywood, the porn, Internet. We're, we become the nation that has corrupted the world. We become the nation that has taken darkness to the nation. And like Pied Piper, they've followed us away from Christ. That's why it says all nations are drunk of the wine. In other words, all nations have gone away from God. So that, I know a lot of people say, oh, well, God needs to judge America because all the abortions. Well, I agree abortion's bad. But that's not what the Bible says is the reason he brings the judgment. He brings the judgment because we've caused the other nations of the world to follow us down the road to the pit of hell. Now let's go on. Then this same angel tells those people, and, and a lot of people don't want to say, oh, no, 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 the, 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 Revelation, that, that's not America. Oh, yes, it is. Let me show you why. It says, come out of her, my people. What other nation has Christians in it? Well, I mean, there's a lot of nations out there that have Christians in it. Not to the degree that America has. You ask any other nation, anybody from another nation out there, what's the Christian nation? Everybody will tell you it's America. Okay? So when it says, come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, it's not saying leave America. Though I do believe there will be a time that the Lord will speak to the hearts of many people and begin leaving. Time's not yet. It's not saying leave America as in pack up, go get yourself a U-Haul, and move to another nation. I believe it's talking about stop sinning. Don't do the sins that the other Americans are doing. Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins. As a result, you don't receive of her plagues. Then let's skip down. Her sins reached into heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Well, wait a minute. Are you saying that God can forget an iniquity? Uh, yes, he can and does and will. That is, if it's washed in the blood of Jesus. So the only nation that this could fit would be a nation that was once a Christian nation, who's still had sins, but their sins were hidden because of the blood of Christ. But it's a nation that fell away from Christ. Consequently, God could see their sins once again. God hath remembered her iniquities because she fell away from Christ. Reward her, even as she rewarded you. Now, my next question is, who's the you? Reward her, even as she rewarded you. Who is the you? Who is the you? Answer the question. Who is the you? Reward her, even as she rewarded you. The answer is you. You are the you. It's saying reward the sinners, even as they tortured and killed the Christians. That's what they're saying. Reward her, even as she rewarded you. 
So he's talking to the Christians. He's talking to his people here. Back up. Come out of her, my people. Who's he talking to? He's talking to my people. He's talking to Christians. Come out of her, my Christian people, that you be not protectors of her sins, because God has remembered her iniquities, and I'm going to reward her, reward America, as she rewarded you. Well, actually, America's been pretty good to the Christians. Uh, yep, up to this point, she has. Well, what's it saying? Saying there's coming a point real soon. Look at right now. Right now, the, the good guys are trying to defeat the bad guys. That's the internal revolution. When they go in and roll tanks right down to Pennsylvania Avenue, to the White House Supreme Court, and to the Capitol. They're trying to take over. But that eventually is going to fail. That will fail with the fall of America when Russia attacks and defeats America in one day and one hour. So when the bad guys finally win, when they finally go down to attack Israel and Armageddon, we know that the bad guys eventually do win until Jesus returns at Armageddon to defeat them. So he says, double on her double, according to her works. In the cup that she has filled, fill to her double. So because she comes after the Christians, because she kills the Christians, tortures the Christians, eats the Christians, drinks their blood. I didn't write the stuff. I'm just telling you what it says. Then I'm going to send judgment upon the people that are the tares of America. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously. So Sunday we were having our fearless seven, as we called them. It went down to Honduras to minister, and they were talking. And I said, you know, America is supposed to be the city on the hill that is supposed to be taking the light of Jesus to the world. But instead, we have heaped to ourselves the finances that were supposed to be spent on building his kingdom, and we spend it on ourselves. We spend it on our nice cars, our nice houses, our nice church buildings, our nice business buildings, our paved streets, our paved uh, highways, our superhighways, while we have built a glorious kingdom. That's what he's saying. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously. A lot of the money that we were supposed to have used to build God's kingdom, we spent it on ourselves. We're guilty of that. Every American's guilty of that. Matter of fact, if you go outside of America and if you live in America, you're rich. To the rest of the world, if you, I don't, if you sleep on the streets in America, matter of fact, I've said this. I'd rather be homeless, I'd rather sleep on the streets of America than live in any other nation. How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her. For she saith in her heart, I believe in a pre-trib rapture. No, no, I mean, I say in her heart, I said a queen and I'm no widow and she'll see no sorrow. <laughs> We're too big to fail. No, uh, no, America's too big and strong and you know, we have wonderful big cities. We have big nuclear bombs. We, you know, have the best military. We have the best banking system. We have the best university system. We're the best of the best of the best, best, best. We are too big to fail. Uh, wrong. I said a queen, and I'm no widow, and she'll see no sorrow. Therefore shall our plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. See, I believe that God is embarrassed because of America. We were supposed to be this, a shining example, the city on a hill that shed the light of Jesus to the world, taking the Bible to the world. And we were for a while. We were the golden cup in the Lord's hand. 
But then we fell away, starting in 1963 when they took prayer out of the schools when I was in the fourth grade. We fell away, and it's embarrassed Jesus. So as a result, said in her heart, I said a queen, and I'm no widow, I'm too big to fail. We are too big or too strong. Nothing can take us down. Oh, really? Let me show you. Kings of the earth who had committed fornication, in other words, kings of the world, other nations of the world, have also fallen apart, fallen away, and have lived deliciously with her. We, it's not just what we eat. It's saying we have taken our better lifestyle to the world, which is okay. But what we didn't take, we should have also carried the Bible too. Skip on down. It says, no man buys her merchandise anymore. Who is it that makes the rest of the world wealthy? It's said, it's said of America that if we get a cold, the rest of the, the world has pneumonia. If we just sneeze, the rest of the world's about to die because we are the wealth of the world. No man buys the merchandise anymore. The merchants of these things were made rich by her. We have made the world rich, and instead of along with making them rich, taking them the name of Jesus, we just took the riches and we didn't take the name of Jesus. We have failed. We have embarrassed our Lord Jesus. We have embarrassed him. He's embarrassed. He's embarrassed because of Jesus. I mean, because of because we walked away from Jesus. Now, a lot of people again they don't want to say no, no, no. It's not talking about America. Okay, let me prove it to you. Now, I'd have to go back and give you scriptures. I don't want to take that much time today, but this is a description of a Christian nation, where it says she was decked in clothes in fine linen, purple and scarlet, purple and scarlet. Those are the colors of the priests. Go back and look it up in the Old Testament. Purple and scarlet. Those are priestly colors. In other words, those are... See, the uh, Bible says that... Uh, how's it worded? Um, For thou art worthy, take the book and open the seals there, because thou wast slain, as redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation, and has made us unto our God kings and priests. Those are the priestly colors. Those are... The, the, when purple and scarlet, when you when you wear those colors, it's saying you serve the Lord. When you understand what it's saying in the Old Testament, it's saying this is a nation that serves the Lord. Also decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. You go back and you look at Job. Once he passed the test, he became one of the wealthiest people. Noah was extremely wealthy. When, when you serve the Lord, most of the time, unless you're captive like Daniel was, uh, you're extremely wealthy. Let's go on down. It says also, wherein were made rich, all that has ships in the sea. Who is it? I mean, like right now, all the ships are standing still, and who's complaining? China and America, <laughs> mostly. But it's the wealth. In those ships is the wealth of the world, and they're bringing them to America. Finally, Revelation 18.20, Rejoice over her, thou heavenly and holy apostles, and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Who is the you? The you is you, the Christians. It's saying that once America falls, when the Russians attack, when the when America when the Russians attack us with nuclear weapons, the Christian killing machine will turn on full bore. And for the next four months, they're gonna do their best to kill every Christian on the planet. 
But it goes on to tell you where they are, and this can surprise you. And in her, this is verse 24, it was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. So what does that mean? Does that mean they bring every Christian to America to kill them? No. No, that's not what it's saying. It's saying that America, again, is supposed to be the shining city on the hill that takes the light to the world. We are supposed to be the police officer of the world. We are supposed to be the police officer that stopped the New World Order, that stopped all of these Moloch and Baal worshipers, and we didn't. So because we didn't, God has laid upon us the sins of them all. We are guilty. That's the reason you better be washed in the blood of Jesus or you're going to have to answer for all of these sins. And it's not going to be pretty. If you want to have food in the trouble ahead, this is actually a loaf of bread that I made. Cut that into 14 slices. That feeds one person for one week. I recommend you go to josephskitchen.com, get a machine package, which is all the gizmos you need to take the wheat berries, and you make whole wheat bread. Wheat berries, 30 seconds. you got flour. Two hours and 20 minutes later, you got a nice hot steaming loaf of whole wheat bread. So then, after you get the machine's package, you have to decide, do you want supplies or food enough for one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And I calculated it up. If you put all those together, this is just how cheap it can be. So you get a machine's package, $620. Then you order six people one year, $3,700. So you divide that $4,320 by six. That's about $720 a person per year. Most of the other freeze-dried, your long-term storage, emergency food places out there, they're selling it for around nine or $10,000 for one person one year. You got that? Nine or $10,000, one person one year, Joseph's Kitchen doing it, and the ballpark around $1,000. And if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, we're going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, tell them your Prophecy Club. <clears throat> they love Prophecy Club people because they're informed. And I also want you to go to this. I can't say the words on this page. You have to look. So you go to this location, and then you search these three words. Watch the water. I'll say those words. And you watch this guy, and he's going to tell you, and apparently he is very convincing based upon the people responding. What he's saying is they are already putting poison in the tap and in the bottled water, and Leslie confirms that with a prophet she gave back in 2011. She's not going to be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. So if you want to get a Berkey water filter, you go to prophecyclub.com, you click Berkey's. I recommend at least you get this one. This is the, the, the big Berkey. A lot of people are getting the Imperials in here. I have the Crown Berkey, which has eight filters. It's enough to filter water for a whole neighborhood. And I want to remind you, this is what the ships look like off of China. So a lot of the things that we are expecting to be coming from China, not coming. And they're still in a big lockdown. I just watched Fox News last night. Still, they have locked down China. <laughs> they aren't even making a lot of the computers, a lot of things. They've just stopped China from moving. That means it's going to affect us. If you think about getting an EMP shield device so your car will start or your computers in your home will not be corrupted or fried the computer chips when there's some kind of an EMP blast or a suitcase nuke, then we'll send you to empshield.com. 
And if you enter the promo code PROPHECY, you'll get a $50 discount, and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.